Hello and welcome to 1322 Life. Today I have with me my husband. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> Sean Smith, and we're going to be diving into his financial journey. I done talked a little bit of trash about you, just a little bit. And you'll drive. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Oh, I heard you talking about me all the time. <laughs> no, 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 not, not like that. But uh, I'm gonna just let you defend yourself. So we're gonna just go down your financial journey and, um, you know, talk about all the cars, talk about where you started, where you are, and let the people in. Okay? Okay, so where you wanna start? So, how did you used to handle finances before me? Well, before you, uh, I don't know if I was handling finances, but um, I was doing something. Mm -hmm. um, so, the way that I did my finances was I, I did save money. So, I had a savings. I, I used to like to keep a savings anywhere from like $2,500 to like $3,000. But... Um, I wouldn't say that I was handling finances or I was particularly like saving that money. So it was in my savings account. Uh-huh. But um like if anything came up at any given time I would dip into that. So um I wasn't really saving money per se. You would just put it into the account labeled savings, but then you'll use it for regular expenses. Yeah, so I would use it for whatever came up or yeah. like um yeah, just for whatever came up. Okay. Um, how else did you handle finances? I mean, like, did you have a budget? Did you? Oh no, no, <laughs> no. Budget wasn't a thing. Um, so I know she got on me one time because uh, this was before her. I bought uh, like a pair of jeans for like two hundred dollars, but um, so I was never really like stuck to a budget. Like, if I went in the store, I saw something I liked. I thought I could afford it, then I would get it. When you say you thought you could afford it, I just want to know, what made you think you could afford $200 jeans? Um, Because I had the money in my account. That don't mean you can afford it? <laughs> $200 on some jeans? Hey, I like the jeans. That's groceries for a month. Yeah. Like, for just you. For just you, by yourself. That could have been groceries for a month. Okay. So... How would you say that you handled your money? So, you, did you just spend everything you got? No, I would try not to spend everything I got. I think it got to a point where um, finances got kind of tight for me. And that's when mm -hmm. I started to realize that um, I didn't know what I was doing with my finances. Because um, as like work starts slowing down, we had slow season. Anybody working the shipyard know that, you know. The shipyard can slow down at any given time. So um, as work started to slow down, the hours started to get shorter. Of course, my checks started to get shorter. And mm -hmm. being that I, w I didn't have a strong hold on saving, I was spending money. And my spending habits hadn't changed, but my money coming in changed. So it was just like I was just trying to figure all of that out. And it's like I feel like once you get into a habit of spending money a certain way, and you don't really realize that you're not not doing that correctly, then um, 
Yeah, you can run into mistakes like I had. Okay, okay. So, also, like, how would you handle things when emergencies came up or, like, say, your car broke down or you got in a wreck or something? Like, how would you handle taking care of that? So, what I would do is, uh, Lord forbid, it's something that I couldn't afford, uh, but um, if it was in the range of anywhere from 3000 or lower, then I would just go to savings, whether it was the whole 3000 or it was... 1500 or whatever, like whatever I needed, I would just go into that savings account and get money for any repairs or anything like an oil change or, you know. What would you do once that savings was gone? I would just put back into it. Like once I got paid, I'd just start building no, it back no. up. What would you do if an emergency happened and that savings was gone because you were using it for everyday expenses anyway? Well, thankfully that never happened. Like, uh, an emergency never happened once that money was gone, but, um, what I probably would have done, say, for instance, my car had some issues or whatever, being that I wasn't responsible with my finances, I probably would have had to catch a ride from a friend to work until I got the money to afford to fix, be able to fix my car. Now, how do you feel like finances are handled now or since you've been with me? Finances are a lot better. And I can really breathe now just knowing that uh, at any given moment, if anything comes up, that a swipe of a card, pretty much, I can, you know, it's taken care of. And um, just having that, being in that comfortable space, like I don't have to worry about hitching a ride from a friend to work. I don't have to worry about not being with a vehicle. Um even though I, she let y'all know before I'm a terrible driver. I was a terrible driver. Okay. Um, I ain't even mentioned it. I ain't even mentioned it. <laughs> I was a terrible driver. And um, so just just having that safety net, I feel like that makes the big difference. Because like I said once before, once that savings was gone, I would have to save up money in order to afford a car repair or anything. Anything. Rent. I would just have to save that money and try and hopefully build it back up by the time my bills would do. Okay. But now you don't really have that issue. No. No, not at all. Now, since you brought it up, mm -hmm. uh, I might have told some people that in seven years it's been seven cars. <laughs> so if you want to shed any light on that, feel free. Um... I was a terrible driver. I mean, what can I say? Like, uh, I was always getting into accidents. Uh, she said it was seven cars, so I'm pretty sure she she knows. I, I just I can't I can't fathom that. I can't picture it being actually seven cars. You know what it wasn't? Seven years. It was six years. <laughs> Maybe five, because I think we've had the truck for two years now. Yes. So it was seven cars in five years. Seven cars? Are you sure it was seven cars? Okay, so you remember how you had that one uh, car for only like two months? Okay, that was the Ford Fusion, yes. Okay, so do you want to go through all the cars? Let's go through them. Let's, let's, let, 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 let's fact check this thing. Okay, Monte Carlo. That was before you. 
Uh-uh, uh-uh, that counts. It does that not counts. count. How I can it met, ca- when I you met said- you, you had it. Okay. I saw well, it, you, you had it. Monte Carlo. Okay. Monte Carlo. Yeah. And we had, uh, you were with me when it got paid off. So, it counts. Okay. So, Monte Carlo. Then what was after that one? Acura. Uh-huh. And what was after that one? After the Acura, um, it was the Fusion. That was the Ford Fusion. Uh-huh. Then after that one, it was what? The Volvo. Okay. And then the truck. Oh, so it was five cars in five years. Okay, mm-hmm. you go, babe. <laughs> you go, babe. It was, was not trying, seven cars in seven years. Trying. It was five cars in five years. Because I was like, where do these seven cars come from? I, I, I That's about how many cars I had in my lifetime. So I mm. knew that couldn't have been it. Well, you know, maybe I was counting from before me for how many cars you've had total. So maybe it was seven cars within a seven-year time frame. Because what was right before the Monte Carlo? Um, before the Monte Carlo, I had like a Honda Prelude or something. Prelude. So the Honda Prelude was right before then. Yeah. And then before that was the one that you had got from. No, from my mom. I had a Honda Accord. And then there was also a Buick Skylark. So it was eight cars, but uh, those were before you. So. I don't they care. don't count. For me, okay, so you've gone through five, five and five years with mm, me. Get it right. And then, uh-huh, oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse Seven me. cars, come on, But you still, you, you've you had eight cars. Who, In a lifetime. Who else has had eight cars? Who I know plenty of people cars? that's had eight cars. Whether they wrecked them or not, they just switched cars. I don't. You know how many cars I had? Three. Shree is not a number. Shree. <laughs> That's all I had. One, two, three. three. <laughs> okay. But, so what else uh, you want to talk to? You want to let these people know? So I want to talk about the process for us buying our house. This house. This house, yes. Um. So as y'all know, before me, she... Uh, bought a property and correct me wherever I'm wrong she bought her first property um it was a foreclosure no not a foreclosure it was a uh what was it it was bank owned okay so it was owned by the bank so maybe the people before me went through a foreclosure but I didn't have a short sale or anything okay so um I was able to get it for the low low and it was moving ready Mm mm-hmm so, um, I bought that house for 85 mm-hmm. and then, uh, we later went on to sell it a few years later. Um, cause I was ready to buy a house because we, um, wanted to have more kids. So we are a family of six now, but by, but when we got married, we were instantly a family of five. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're a blended family. So, um, but all of the kids are our kids because we just don't do separation. We just love our babies. Right. And so, um, we had a family of five. And so, I bought the house when it was just me and our oldest. And so, just two people, three bedroom, one and a half bath, 1,500 square feet is great. Um, for five people... <laughs> So much right. <laughs> so we had to um get on top of things so that we could be able to buy another house 
Yeah. Um, so before we had another baby. So uh, before we bought this house right here, um, I think I had like a really low credit score, and I wasn't going to be able to be on uh, the deed of the new house if um, we didn't get my finances in order. So mm-hmm. what she helped me with, she helped me call all of the uh, people that who I owe debt to, so the um, debt collectors. Um, well, before that, what was your credit score, babe? What was my credit score? Ooh. Or at least a range. Like, what do you think? I want to say by then it was probably in the 520s area. Okay. Yeah. So it was like in the 520 range. And um, before we moved, I want to say it was up like about 200 points. So like around 720, mm-hmm. 720 range. Um, so yeah, she helped me with that. And uh, and I just want to say also, that was quick. Yeah. Because basically in January of 21, I was like, all right now, we about to go buy a new house. Like I'm done waiting. Because I just thought maybe he didn't want to have that debt anymore. <laughs> like, maybe he would go ahead and take care of those collections. We had the money. Like, maybe he'll just go ahead and, like, pay those off. He didn't care. I can't say I didn't care, but it's just, like, unawareness is unawareness. Like, I'm not, you know, I know we have plans to buy a new house. I know we have plans to build a better future. But it's like, if I don't know what contributes to that, like, paying off debt and everything and my credit score contributing to that, then it's like you don't know what you don't know, you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people don't know these things, which is why they could use a financial person or use uh, a wealth strategist. <laughs> well, you know what you call yourself. So I, I feel like, like how you did that. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, this podcast is sponsored by the Financial Freedom Plan. <laughs> and that is a course where I help you figure out what your dream goals are and then create a plan to reach them. So whether you're trying to buy your first house, save $10,000, get out of debt, start buying rental property, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, make sure that you go to my website, bdsmithfinancial.com slash work with me and schedule a free financial breakthrough call so that we can talk about you and your finances and how I can help you reach your dream goals. All right, back to what you were saying, babe. <laughs> so back to what I was saying, um, like, I think I was talking about, like, unawareness to mm-hmm. knowing what contributes to, I guess, say, buying a new home or even purchasing something smallest, but like purchasing a vehicle or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people, I think, they think once I have the money or once I have a down payment per se, then I could just go make this happen. But I know with buying a home, I believe is different. It's a different uh, way. You can't just like have a down payment without the credit score. Correct. Correct. I mean, yeah. because a lot of times where you'll find your issue is if you have too low of a credit score, you just can't get a mortgage, period. Mm-hmm. It don't matter about anything else. You just can't get a mortgage. Now, you can always go buy a house cash if you got that and your credit score doesn't matter. But if you have a horrible credit score, um, some banks just will not lend to you. And there's a difference between having no credit score and a bad credit score. Mm -hmm. So there's some banks that will do um, the manual underwriting if you have no credit whatsoever. Um, Because you just haven't gone into debt. That's all that means. And that's perfectly fine. They're okay with that. But if you have horrible credit, they're like, oh, no. Mm -mm. We ain't giving you a dime. 
Um, we don't care what the interest rate will be. And then also in times like right now where interest rates are really, really high, you want to have the highest score possible so you can get the lowest rate possible. Exactly. And I don't care even when it's times where um, interest rates are historically low, like we've seen for like the past few years. Um, you still want to make sure that you have the highest credit score to get the lowest interest rate because you're financing hundreds of thousands of dollars in most cases for a home. Um, most people are not buying houses for $85,000. Okay. Right. Um, my house did not resell for $85,000. <laughs> Most people are buying houses and just on the low end, you have to spend $150,000. On the high end, it could be in the millions. I want to pay very little interest uh, because it's already going to be in the thousands over the course of the loan. It may even right. almost double your loan. Right. So, yeah. So, that's really big. And so, yeah, you had to have your credit score in order um, in order to do that. And... You also have to make sure that you do have your down payment. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure that uh, your debt to income ratio is right, which basically just means that you don't have majority of your payments each of your money each month going towards debt payments. Um, because if so, then how you gonna pay a mortgage? Exactly. Yeah. So all of that stuff. So yeah, um, she helped me get my credit score correct. I think that took all of about what six months, maybe. Mm -hmm. Because we were out, we were in this house by August of that same year. Yeah, but and, July was when we got under contract for it. Okay, and, and anybody that knows anything about buying a home, it takes at least 30 days for it to be processed. So, mm -hmm. that's why we moved in in August. But, um, so from January to July, January, me having a 520 credit score mm -hmm. by July, probably before then, but I think by like June, maybe. Because mm -hmm, we put in our contract 4th of July. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think by June, uh, my credit score was in like up by 200 points. And um, mm -hmm. it was kind of like a, it was a very simple method that, you know, she took me through, through paying off debt and uh, just getting my credit score where it needed to be to accomplish our goals. Um, it's, it's, it's very, it's very simple. Like a lot of people would think that it takes a lot, but it, it really doesn't. It's just, it's. I think it's just. Yeah, there you go. Determination and dedication, and just figuring out what's important to you. I mean, if two hundred dollar jeans is important to you, by all <laughs> means, keep buying two hundred dollar jeans. Don't buy two hundred dollar jeans. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I feel like buying something like a home. Like something to call your own in my eyes is is way more important. Like I feel so accomplished being able to buy. I can say I bought my first home. Um, should I price drop? No. Okay. Don't price drop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bought my first home for. It wasn't cheap. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So that's a big accomplishment for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you, babe. I'm proud of us too. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> so, uh, let's also, I want to talk about some of the other things that we've gone through uh, because of you, um, mm -hmm. but <laughs> that we've also gone through financially. Um, some of it because of you, um, but also just because of other things that we had going on. So, like um, the garnishment. 
That was. Whew. Want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, so I owned an apartment before um, I met my wife. Yeah, that I, you rented. Well, I rented an apartment before I met my wife. Um, that I wound up losing because. I just got to a point where, like I said, work slowed down and um, I couldn't pay my bills because I wasn't properly saving my money. I I didn't have a system in order. So eventually, um, I wound up losing that apartment. And uh, I think I went into debt for about like, what, 6000 Yeah. And um, so they found out where I worked and I had to start paying that off. And it was right around the time before we, like, got married. Yeah, so, so yeah. it was crazy because basically you were going to um, pay our officiator that day. Mm-hmm. And then you saw your check and was like, oh, babe, I ain't got that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what you mean? You ain't got, <laughs> you ain't got the money for the official. Like, yeah, what you mean? And you was like, something wrong with my check. And... I looked at that. I was like, oh, my God. And so once the paper check came in, we saw it and we saw where it was going. And that negotiation process started. But you can't negotiate once they know where you work. Exactly. There's no negotiation. They have you hook, line, and sinker. They're like, do you want to pay it in full now? Or do you want us to keep taking this money? (laughs) Like, that's your options. Like, there's not really much in between. So that hurt um, feelings real bad. Mm -hmm. Um but then we had what was crazy was that we had the garnishment. So then we had our wedding, um, which I went slightly over budget for. But I still did it within a very reasonable range, if right. you say, if I say so myself. So um, and we spent about like eight thousand dollars on our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, very so, nice wedding too, by the way. Thank you. I do my thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Never doing it again. Oh, um, what you budget? What you budgeted <laughs> for? And pretty much put together so Mm -hmm. yeah and so we did that and then we also ended up having another like big expense that year for another like four to five thousand dollars so like all in one that was was a vehicle no that one was not a car did we also have a car that year who knows what you we played with yes we did yes we did because that was the uh ford fusion year so you bought that one. Yep. You bought that one, crashed it within two months and totaled it, and then we got the new car. So and we rolled all of that onto a credit card. So mm-hmm. that was like another six grand. Mm-hmm. And um so we had a zero percent APR card on that for twelve months. Then we had a maybe a fifteen month APR on our wedding. Um and the other big expense of five thousand dollars. Uh, which was basically uh, for Jessica, okay. and then oh, for court, yeah, yep, and um, so that was like thirteen grand plus the six grand from the vehicle. I think it was around six. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two thousand for the fusion uh, that he kind of like made that bundle into, and then like maybe a little over four grand for the Volvo. Am I right? Mm-mm. No, it was like thirty five hundred for the Volvo, maybe, and like twenty five hundred for that. That that um, we paid for the Volvo cash. Mm-hmm. Well, that we paid for the Volvo. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that was like six grand because it was the 3,500 plus the 2,500. That was all on that one credit card. So that's 6,000, got to get paid off within 12 months. And mm -hmm. that started ticking time bomb in February mm -hmm. of the, um, and then we had the court expense, which was another like four grand or so mm -hmm. um, that we had put on the card. So that's now we're at 10. Mm -hmm. And then we had the wedding that was eight. So now we're at $18,000. Mm -hmm. And then now here comes this garnishment and we got to get it paid off because it's taking up all the money. Right. Um, and that's like another six, six grand. grand. So. so that's like um, $24,000 off. Mm -hmm. We paid off $24,000 within one year, really. Yeah. Like... I don't even think we took the full 15 months on the card uh, for mm -hmm. the wedding and everything. I think within one year, we paid off $24,000. Mm -hmm. So, see what determination can do? Yeah. Like, that's amazing. And we were still saving a little bit of money during that time. Not a whole lot, but a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because if anything else came up, we were still able to just cash flow it. So, right. it was, um, that was awesome. That was yeah, we did that. We did do that. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> we did that. Uh, but, like, that's amazing. So, and at the time, we were 23 and 27. Yeah. We were young. So, I mean, like, not like we're not young now, because I'm real young. But I'm just saying, like, you know, to be that young and to be able to keep a roof over our heads, our kids not feel any kind of, like, restriction or hurt or anything from that mm -hmm. for us to be able to cash flow at $24,000 and we didn't go into savings for that yeah. because um I had already uh used basically the bulk of what was saved to pay off more than half my student loans just a few months earlier mm -hmm. um before I graduated uh, college and we did not make all the money in the world we did not it doesn't really just being on top of your finances, you you will be amazed what kind of things you can make happen. Yeah, because you give yourself a pay raise just by doing a budget. Mm -hmm. Just by doing a budget. Like I've had people tell me, like Bree, I'm I'm able to save two thousand dollars extra a month right now mm -hmm. just by using your budget sheet. And I was like, shut up and keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously, you'll find money because. Once you get your budget in line with your goals that you have for yourself, it's amazing what you can do. Like, the sky's the limit. Because now, you're able to spend your money on the things that truly matter to you. Exactly. Such as us getting this house. Right. Instead of on $200 jeans. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's the difference. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. I just know that was beautiful. Are we missing anything? Anything else that we need to talk about that? Um, hmm. Oh, before we took the trip to Florida, that expense with uh, the truck. Oh, uh, <laughs> we can talk about that. We can talk about that. Do so, you want to uh, tell people how you even how that truck <clears throat> expense came up? I can tell them. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. I ain't saying <laughs> so, uh, I was leaving work one day. Mm hmm. This is when I was at the shipyard, and I had just a lot going on. I was um, supposed to be, I think it was around, like, Thanksgiving time or right before Thanksgiving because I was supposed to be going to Richmond to go pick up my uncle. And mm -hmm. um, so 
my wife was on the phone with me. My brother, he was trying to like FaceTime me or whatever. So, um, something may have happened at work that already had me like teed off. So, I just had a whole lot going on. So, um, and I was running late to go pick up my uncle because I didn't want to be, he, he's all the way. Two hours away. Yeah. Yeah. He's like two hours away. So, um, I was supposed to be going to go pick him up, and I had a certain time frame I wanted to do that in because I didn't want to be out all night. That was okay. Just tell out. people what you did. I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna get to that. Let it, I'm gonna get to that. Uh huh. I'm telling the whole story. Oh, okay. Yes. You like our daughter right now? Yes. You got to add all the details. You yes. don't want to give a summary. Yeah, I'm okay. giving the whole story so okay. I can get it right. <laughs> but um, so uh, as I was leaving out of the parking lot, I wind up hitting something that uh, was out of my view. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh... How did you hit that something, babe? Because you're telling everything. So, I was, like I said, I was upset. I had a lot going on. So, I just mashed the gas because mm -hmm. I, I don't know why I'm trying to make up for lost time, I guess. Not going nowhere. <laughs> so, I stepped on the gas and uh, it was like this little post I don't know why they had that there, but it was like this little post. So I cut the wheel too soon mm -hmm. and I ran slam into it. So I called my wife back, let her know that I hit something. And what we thought was going to be like a thousand dollar expense to fix a bumper or something wind up being like a five thousand dollar expense. Mm -hmm. And was this before or after Florida? This was before Florida. So, basically, but Florida was already paid for. Okay, Florida was already paid okay. for, and I was not canceling Florida. Right. Like, we were having a family vacation. I don't care about you and your bumper. Um, but first off, he worked at the job for years. The post always been there. The wooden post always been there. So you know it's there. And who floors it coming out of a parking lot? I don't know about normal people. I don't know. I'm not gonna speak for everyone. I'm just going to speak for myself right now, okay? <laughs> Me, personally, when I'm coming out of a parking lot, I go slow, I stop at the end of the parking lot, I look left, I look right. I stop, I stop. At, before I go out into the street. So, how but, did you... But, but I stopped. How did you... You stopped on that post. That's what you stopped on. You stopped when you hit that post because you about to flow it out into traffic. And I'm happy he didn't hit another car. There was no traffic. Yeah, okay. So, anywho, <laughs> I'm happy he didn't hit another vehicle. Yeah, so. Because there's always usually traffic at the shipyard. So, I don't know how at that moment it wasn't, but. Because, I mean, it was around the holidays. Off. Everybody was getting off early. Oh, but, okay. anywho, mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there. Anywho, yeah. So, then, uh, but we were able to go to, uh, we were able to go. So, that didn't even impact. So, Florida, uh, after, Florida after having to pay a $5,000 spence to get my truck fixed which is fixed now. So, um, mm. I think that's it. I think that's about it. Mm. All right. Well, that works for me. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into 1322 Life. Um, as you can see, uh, my husband is um, <clears throat> a recovering horrible driver. Let's say that. Yeah. And Sounds so, nice. uh, <laughs> luckily, it has been almost two years accident free praise the lord whoop, whoop. so 
<laughs> make sure you guys like subscribe um you know so you can stay tuned for additional videos and also um check out the financial freedom plan by going to bdsmithfinancial.com to schedule a call with me and talk about you and your finances talk to you next week bye see y'all later